if you can't hear, you must feel. Mm. <laughs> Felt that in the spiritual <laughs> trauma. Welcome to the Black Triad Podcast. It's Dina. It's Tara. And it's Dara. We out here. Choo-choo. Episode two. Yes. Good to be back. Yeah. <laughs> that means we're sticking to it. Consistency. That's right? good. And yes. thank yes. you guys for all the positive feedback. We've yes. gotten so much. Oh, it's been yes. overwhelming and it's been great, honestly. Yes. I'm like, mm-hmm. why do you love us? <laughs> <laughs> Is this too much love? Um, <laughs> Am I worthy? But we are. Yeah. <laughs> so love. Mm, so, so warm. Yeah. How are you guys doing today, this week? How's it been? It's still cold. Yeah. Yes. Um, it was raining mm-hmm. this morning. Mood. Terrible. It's a yeah. mood. But the holidays are coming. Yes. So excited. I just put up my Christmas tree yesterday. <laughs> Why? It's never okay. too soon. It's people like you were yes. It's people like who are disrespectful to Thanksgiving. First it's of coming all. up. Thanksgiving is just the pregame. Oh, wow. Okay. Ooh. It's just the pregame. Okay. It's all about Christmas. Choo-choo. So, <laughs> so the tree is up. It's literally lit. Wow. So, wow. It's lit, literally. So I spent this after, not afternoon, but morning with my sister planning the Thanksgiving menu. Mm, oh, nice. And we about to turn it up. Every year, I do a little spin on a turkey. Mm-hmm. So now I'm going to be doing Cuban mojo turkey. Okay. So fancy. This year. Mm. Those are the year that I curried my turkey. Mm-hmm. Didn't turn out quite the way I wanted to, but yes, this is gonna be. Can't curry everything. You can't you curry not, everything. Well, can't I, curry I, everything. I thought that <laughs> you can never not curry everything, but here I am. <laughs> yes, you cannot curry a turkey the way you wanted to. So yes, sorry everyone. Uh this is so random. Y'all are gonna be like, "Why did I bring this up?" But did y'all know that bats aren't blind? I did. Wait. You. I did. You know that? It's like Since a, a, it's like a weird, right? like not true quote that yeah, exists. Yeah, yeah. So okay, so I was watching um, what's the show called? Daredevil on Netflix with my younger brother. And Daredevil, like, so you know, because he's blind, like that's the whole premise of the show. And one of the characters is like, oh, blah blah, blah you know, because he's blind as a bat. And Daredevil was like, you know, bats aren't blind, right? And I started laughing because I'm like, what an idiot! Of course they're blind. And then my, <laughs> and then my and younger, tell my younger brother was like, um, wow. So you really are one of those people who believe. <laughs> Wow, that you, bats are blind. He's like, challenged the show. He was like, like "Yo, horrible. bats are not blind." And I was like, "Stop!" And I googled him. Wait. Bats dead ass are you know not what that's blind. Like? That's like one of the, the phrase of like sweating like a pig. Yeah. Pigs can't sweat, and that's why they're in mud because mud cools them down. Yeah. So when you see sweat like a pig, it's like, well, pigs don't have. Yeah. Americans care for the trash idioms. Like some of these <laughs> so idioms are so bad. <laughs> I don't even know. Oh, so the thing too, I was like, so what about the echolocation? Because they'd be doing that. It's like, well, it they actually just use it in the nighttime because it's just a little harder to see. Right. Like, like, like human, it's harder to see. Like, see. <laughs> like it's, they, it's hard to see, but they're not blind. Yeah. Damn. Bats they see just as good as humans. Yeah. This whole time. Like, Mm-hmm. And I, I felt so ignorant because my, my brother was like, wow, so you really are one of those people. I love how you doubled down to you were like, okay, but you're dumb because right. bats are blind. It's like, wow, but you're You wrong. think the show's lying? Right? Like, okay. All right. I cannot. Yeah, that's, that's the whole random thing. How so. is everyone's week? What end, do? right? The week end. Your yeah, weekend was, was lit. Yeah. You are correct. Lit, you are correct. Um, how was, what did I even do this weekend? 
mostly just preparing for Thanksgiving this upcoming week. That's not lit. We're so, talking about what me and Dina did, um, girl. Oh, that is for me. But yes, how was you guys' more fun weekend? <laughs> so me and Dara had our little anthropological field assignment. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that's going out. Um, and we um, showed up at the Q's or Omega Sci-Fi's Doctor's Day party in mm. Manhattan. I think it was Midtown East. Yeah, Midtown I believe. East. I don't want to give locations. But <laughs> yeah. we're in Midtown East and it was quite lit. It was yeah. the blackest thing I've been to in a while. Yeah, and it was fun. And it was like, uh, like a respect there's a bunch of like Omega men these are respect because my ass wasn't bitten so you know that was <laughs> oh, oh okay <laughs> well mine wasn't and it was mine a delight yeah I love avert my, something. like one of my favorite things was like old cues I'll be called like elderly cues like they're elderly my cues. favorite like cues who are like 50 and older uppercase cues lowercase cues like so because the way that they show some dudes are like legit have k's like you have a walker but you're still out you here you still trying to hop yes. throwing that leg yeah. Maybe. it's, it's a little bang yeah. later. so it's good. nice oh, yeah it was a good time I had a lot of fun yeah generally um, shout out to it. the cues for that it was a good good time yeah that is so fun mm-hmm. well i would say thanks for the invite but actually was invited <laughs> yo but it was honestly i was stuck at work very <laughs> last minute invite for me i was literally in my bed you know once your pants come off <laughs> it's, it's a wrap it's a wrap for it the evening but then um one of our friends was, was like hey like really last minute but can you do you want to come and i literally got ready in 35 minutes and was looking fly as fuck she was and thank you thank you for the co-sign i was there and <laughs> i seen to my own eyes so yeah so no definitely really really fun but that's all i really i mean i had a lit weekend beside that so yeah, yeah. and yeah. black greek events are just a, a sight to behold speaking from a regular person (laughs) um but no my mom my mom's greek and so just always observing especially from undergrad Mm -hmm. undergrad is always just quite the experience with all of the house parties and Mm -hmm. the barbecues and the moving out the way so i don't get stomped (laughs) on i was gonna say my experience speaking of college my experience like the first time i've experienced frats and sororities was when i went to college and being a caribbean person and not Really knowing that scene, it was funny because I actually wanted to join a sorority when I was in college. But mm-hmm. the only reason I wanted to join was because I like dancing and I wanted to stroll and like wind wow. up. So, <laughs> so ignorant, yeah, very ignorant. <laughs> so hence why I am not in a sorority of any kind because I had no real um, motivation to, but just dance. Yeah. All right, so um, let's get into current events. Mm, like what is events. happening in the world? What's going Our on? world is broken. What's going on? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So mm, let's start off I with talking about world. Mugabe. Oh yeah. And how Zimbabwe is also turning up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so with this whole Mugabe thing, if you follow me on Instagram, which is at Chidera Era. Um <laughs> Like so, Mugabe. So there basically is a coup d'état happening in Zimbabwe. If you know anything, yeah. (laughs) Unfortunately, soft because I really thought it was about to be lit. I was like, oh, they got him finally. It was a ninety-three years old ass, like old ass man. (laughs) Right, not not quite that at all. (laughs) Like, um, just in general, if you know anything about Zimbabwe, um, since the country became Zimbabwe from being like British Rhodesia. Mugabe's low-key just been the leader for like 40, 40 years and like he's old as hell he's senile some people have even said and literally has grounded that pushed that country to the ground mm-hmm. so I was just as an African who comes from the land of assassination and coups Nigeria <laughs> um, I was like it's about time y'all should have been done this coup we done had 16 presidents up in Nigeria <laughs> for no and y'all reason. still with this one motherfucker <laughs> 
<laughs> but unfortunately, or I guess fortunately, you know, bloodshed isn't always necessarily a good thing. You know, um, Mugabe, like, it's been a soft coup. They're just like, please resign. Real cordial. <laughs> Who will put you under house arrest in your own home? home please right? just stay there. Mm-hmm. They didn't run him out. Like, he's not asking, like, for exile right now. <laughs> it's crazy. But apparently just, like, like liveness, like, recently, I think maybe in the past, like, hour or so, mm-hmm. he had said that, Mugabe got to speak and he's like, yeah, I'm not stepping down. Yeah, it's <laughs> funny because like, I literally, the BBC app told me um, they are ready to do like a change in power basically. Like they like put the vice president in and then like an hour later my BBC, my BBC app was like, Mugabe says he's staying. And I'm like, okay, so we have two conflicting news things going on here. Yeah. Zimbabwe, what's going on? Mugabe, why are you doing this? They spared you your life. They spared your wife's life. Mm-hmm. Just stay home. Like you're 93 years old. Why you want to be doing this? Like, just stop. Turn down. At some point, you must turn down. Mm-hmm. Like, never. <laughs> Mugabe says never. But yeah, no, that's what's happening in Zimbabwe. Definitely. And speaking of people who don't listen, um, white people have done it again. <laughs> yep. Um, this time, it's the Keystone Pipeline edition of When White People Don't Listen. Um, so, as we all know, uh, Standing Rock, Keystone Pipeline, that was uh, being uh, built through um, Native American lands. I cannot remember which nation, but... Um, Maybe the Sioux, Lakota? The Sioux? Yeah. Uh, Laco- yeah. Was it the Sioux? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Because it's South Dakota, right? Yeah, it's in the Dakotas, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, basically, uh, you know, Native American, indigenous people, all these people were coming down Standing Rock saying, like, we don't want this ga- pipeline going through here because we're afraid of our land being poisoned, we're afraid of our water being poisoned by this gasoline. Right. And guess what the fuck happened? Spoiler alert. <laughs> it leaked. It leaked, yeah. <laughs> was it 210,000 like gallons? I cannot fathom that petrol? amount. Like, <laughs> like Okay, what do you say for yourself now? Like, oops, <laughs> white hegemonic capitalist society. What do you What do you say? <laughs> That's what we were telling you before, right? Do you and just keep on doing it right. just because you can? Like, and look at this terrible because I think so. We say we told you so, like, right? Like, right? Because like, well, the joke's on us because right. like <laughs> we don't say, care. You can say that, but also like, like it's your land that <laughs> and your water that's fucked up right now. <laughs> but yeah, like there was some Facebook post saying like, oh, last year near Thanksgiving people were being hosed down, and now this year near Thanksgiving. It's oil <laughs> under there. And it's just like, wow, oil. people still can't get a fucking break mm-hmm. at any point. It's really horrible and unfortunate. It's and it's like, Standing Rock, we still out here with you, but like, Weird. I don't know, it's going to be on, um, you know, white people would check their fellow white people to, because yep. <laughs> these things don't even make sense at this point. Like, how much more can we put ourselves, our bodies exactly. in line, like, to receive abuse before a Fighting for things that are just common sense and yeah. yes. simple things like please treat me equally. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, but and it's like why is there a but to that? Why? Why? How is this an argument? I don't. Yeah. I don't understand. But yeah, but yeah, and also too like another topic is like just I guess like kind of checking global privilege too because we you know we're all privileged in mm-hmm. certain ways not just like these dynamics of like whiteness versus blackness or male versus female we all have ways in which we're privileged mm-hmm. so we're going to talk about some nationalistic western privilege mm-hmm. a la the UCLA men's basketball team <laughs> and the big baller brand yeah, baby, what is he doing what is he doing oh, so no. one of the ball kids I don't know Le- I, yeah, I don't even know like, Le- 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 the three light skin ones I don't know they what they are so creative yeah, so Leangelo, 
<clears throat> Ball and two of his homies. And unfortunately, because they're people of color, so you would think that we know better, but that's where privilege checks in, because we're still, like, westernized, and we have this privilege, like, oh, like, stealing isn't a bad thing, or it's not that bad, it's not that deep, get a little pat on the wrist, when no, people get their fucking legs cut off for stealing, or their hand that they stole with cut off in, like, outside the western world, like, mm-hmm. if you go to Village Nigeria, and you're about to go steal stuff, someone's gonna cut your hand off, like, people still do that, people still, like... I when I was in Nigeria, so I mm, saw Did you someone. Yeah, cut off? no, no, no. I didn't see oh, someone's hands oh, get, get cut okay. off. I saw the aftermath out. of of um someone burn in a tire, like because they do a lot of like some places. I'm not saying this. I don't think Nigeria is very civilized, you know, whatever. <laughs> Even if it's not whatever, people we out here, um, <laughs> like jungle. There's a lot of jungle justice, village justice. So if, like if you're someone who's like notorious stealing, like. Mm-hmm. It's like death. Yeah, that's a little. That's about like that's the, <laughs> the toll that the price that you pay <laughs> it is death. So it's just like Crazy. I just think sometimes, or at least for this, I saw people being like, "Oh, it's not that serious." Blah blah blah. That they sh- like China is like OD. I'm like, nah. I don't that think they're OD. Like, like yeah, push, like China has their things going on when it comes to race and ethnicity. But also, you did steal. Yeah, and you could, and you should always be prepared to be subject to that country's laws. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why are you doing this? Because Americans <laughs> do this, but Americans and white people from the West world do this often, where they just feel that like. Oh, like they just don't think of it. Like, oh, everything is like how it is in America. And it's like, right. no, Absolutely it's not. not. But was that American privilege? Mm-hmm. And so, what's interesting about that, though, like going back to like race, where it's like you tend to see white people doing that in other countries because they don't necessarily feel the reper- feel the repercussions when they're back in the U.S. But them being three three black, black boys, boys like <laughs> that, it's like so you don't get a free pass in the U.S. Why what did you think that was transferred to China? Now, you know, I mean. Team Darkson here is saying that, like, is it, like, a light-skinned thing and a rich boy thing? Or not? Yeah. I don't know. The rich, I like, think it more like, like a privilege. Family. Family. Like, yeah. that's, that's what I mean, where it's, like, they have definitely been built up to be very confident about themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, their father is very much, like, y'all are kings, I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, I, like, is it something like that where it's, like, you really have not been touched by any, like, non-privileged things mm-hmm. and yeah. so like you feel like you can just like wild out in other countries like I don't understand that yeah it was, yeah. It was very strange because I don't know about the other two uh, boys involved but I know there were two like dark skinned black boys mm-hmm. and that, I don't even think there's really like a color yeah, no, uh, colorism like, dynamic in this me. at all <laughs> but it's just like yo y'all really tried it and honestly I wasn't even gonna feel bad for them if they got stuck there in China no. like <laughs> you did it so right and like even too just thinking about like um, that the white boy who came to North Korea and yeah, like, it was just yeah. things like yes. that. Like Americans do that, there. whether white or black. It's just like there's always this thing of like going to a different country and thinking you're not you're entitled. Yeah, yeah you're to entitled. Do yeah. what you want. I was even mm-hmm. thinking about what's, what's that Olympian Ryan Lochte, the yeah. swimmer, and mm-hmm. what happened in in Brazil during the Olympics, and then just well, in his case, he got the little, little slap on the wrist. But yeah. yeah, it just goes to show that like this this American privilege where a lot of people feel like they could just travel over to like wherever country do whatever it is that they want and they'll just get the bailout and mm-hmm. yeah, and it is not the case. But <laughs> on the other end of this. Donald President. Trump uh, yeah. Zilla <laughs> came out with, um, with the I guess with the nice little like pass and got them to and credits himself and also like other sources apparently credit Donald Trump too on them being able to leave and go back to the United States so but you know Donald he's like um Ain't so no pie in his y'all my African Americans for life now right like I'm gonna need oh, y'all no, to- <laughs> wow you're ungrateful wow like, yeah see- and this is where it becomes where it's like, at first I'm like, you can leave them there, that's fine. But now it's like, oh, now you want to turn up, Donald? Mm-hmm. No, fuck you. <laughs> you are entitled to come back when we want 
you're our president. Like, and I'm just yeah. like, oh, God. Well, not, not actually <laughs> our president. Fuck uh, that shit. But, but they still, yeah. they, I think at the press conference, they thanked Donald Trump or one of the, I think the ball kid thanked Donald Trump or whatever, gave, acknowledged Donald Trump. But Donald Trump was like, I want more. So you're not going to keep praising <laughs> me? me? Like, like I'm not your supreme leader? You're not going to get yeah. your niece? Wow. <laughs> I can't believe. And I think yesterday yeah. even, um, LeVar Ball, right? The mm-hmm. dad. Yeah, the was dad. Was like, um, no, actually, Big Baller oh. brand got them back to the United States. So I don't know what Donald's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have the tweet up here that he said, that Donald Trump said. He says, now the three basketball players are out of China and saved from years in jail. LeVar Ball, the father of LiAngelo, is unaccepting of what I did for his son. And that shoplifting is no big deal. I should have left them in jail. Like, <laughs> like, this is our president, y'all. This is our president. <laughs> This is no, this is y'all's president. Y'all's right. president. <laughs> yes. 53% of white women voted for it. <laughs> That's just, the tip that everyone throws out. That'll be the tagline of each podcast episode we have. Jeez. But no, shenanigans, shenanigans, shenanigans. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of shenanigans, mm-hmm. let's talk about how Get Out, the best movie of our of generation. Forever. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> honestly. Of this decade. Like. Almost, I guess, like, it was great. It's great that it got nominated for, what is it, a Grammy? I, no, or, no, a Grammy. Well, my bad. <laughs> for a, all the awards. Uh-uh. Another G. Golden Globe. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. so terrible when it comes to this shit. But it got nominated for a Golden Globe. But, of course, we can't always win fully. Because <laughs> it got nominated, yes, but it got nominated under the category of comedy. Yeah. Which is like, wow, black pain and black fear is funny <laughs> to people. Wow, white yes. people, you did it again. Yes. And our, and our again. favorite black bestie, Lil Rel, from the movie, um, <laughs> he, he said, like, there's nothing funny about racism. And yet, here we are. Here we are. Here we are, guys. Yes. Oh, that's comedy category. I wish I had the list of other um, movies that they're competing against in mm-hmm. that category, because I knew them, but I can't know, the, I don't know them off the top of my head. But yeah, mm-hmm. no, it should not be in that category whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And most, I mainly feel too, a lot of the laughing in that movie was from black people. And it's more like we get the whole laughing to keep from crying. Yeah. Yes. Nervous laughing, <laughs> yeah. laughing of experience of like, oh, like, wow, I see how this, this is going. This is really trash. Like, but not horrible. actual like comedic. Full, and even like in horror movies, there mm-hmm. are funny parts that happen in horror movies, yeah. but doesn't mean they're comedies. Mm-hmm, right. And this is very much like a thriller, like... Psychological yeah, thriller. Yeah. Like, oh, God. Such a great... And it's also in the movie. comedy slash musical category. I just pulled it up. And yeah. I think it's nominated alongside... Out. Wait. Other movies that have been included were The Martian in this category and also Alice in Wonderland in previous years. In comedy? In pre- yeah, in previous years. So I just oh, feel like comedy. this category is just all kind of... Like it's like of, a catch-all. Yeah. Like you're not a drama, so we're just going to put you into win. this... Some, Bucket, but Random. like I mm-hmm. feel like it can contend as a drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. a satirical like, I. It's funny because Jordan Peele kept calling it more like a documentary, right? So mm-hmm. I just always thought like that's so much more poignant than like a comedy, like, right? I don't know. Not that comedies yeah. are terrible, of course, but like for some reason, comic calling Get Out a comedy is like cheapening it and trivializing yeah. it. Yeah, like the point of the movie and the content of the movie. Right. right, exactly. Okay, so in other unfortunate news, um, <laughs> some of you may or may not know, but a report leaked in October um, from the FBI talking about this alleged black identity extremist movement. Dun, have, y'all, dun, dun. have y'all been invited to that meeting? I, <laughs> I have not invited. Yeah, right. But uh. um, pretty much this um, very scary report came out where uh, the FBI is essentially... Um, 
taxes. Pulling a like, 1964. J. Edgar Hoover <laughs> on um, any kind of racial justice group that has the name black in it, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, so essentially, if you have black in your name, they are hunting you down. Oh, shit. We about to be. We lit. Oh, so the black child. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So uh, Jeff Sessions, Jeff the Keebler elf session was <laughs> grilled by uh, re- different representatives. One of them being my new hero, Representative Karen Bass from California. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. As to, you know, just the details of this report and Specifically, kind of, what is yeah, black like, identity like, extremist? To which they had no response. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I do not recall. Kind of crazy. Yeah, the mm-hmm. fact that she was just like, you know, some of these names, they from like 30, 40 years ago. These groups like barely seldom even exist. And a lot of them have never even been prosecuted for any type of violence right. so none, like none. she was like mm-hmm. come correct like where are these receipts we and good old just like well i i don't know about that yeah and it's right? like, like somebody in your department made a report mm-hmm. that you don't know anything about that's i think also, the nerve to say like oh yeah they they do good work so like i'm sure it's fine no that's <laughs> like, no. something scary regardless of like what it's about it's like the idea that like people in your department could be making reports and you don't know what it is mm-hmm. that's terrifying as yeah. like on a governmental level of like you don't know what's going on yeah and on the <laughs> other end of it the fact that she started to talk to ask him like okay so you're saying these black um identity extremists so what about the white identity extremist support like where is that and he was exactly. just like you know, um, I I don't know of any. Never I don't recall that. Soft, I don't southern recall. Never voice. tasted it. Never, never experienced that. that. Never experienced that. I, um, <laughs> I, I don't know anything about that. Know. And, <laughs> you know, you can get a lot of the details about this report. Um, there's a really good op-ed that was in the New York Times about it. And there was one uh, former FBI agent that they interviewed, uh, kind of just like asking about all of this. And he pretty much said that this report and all of this surveillance it's just basically black people that scare them and we all yeah. know that every black person that scary. this fear <laughs> this fear and i'm putting air quotes you can't see but we all know that I this fear that wind <laughs> but we know that this fear These is often so it's often so unfounded and mm-hmm. we've seen it time and time again right. um it's always irrational oh, Nine times out of ten, it seems in a lot of these cases, we see it in cases of police brutality. Right. I was in fear of my life, so I fired a bunch of rounds into it's this unarmed person. Yes. <laughs> right. And like... so I think that's the scariest part about this report, about these alleged black identity extremists, is that fear is so subjective in this case. Exactly, It is so subjective, mm-hmm. and fear could be... Who knows? I, I can't can't even rationalize it. So I think that's the scariest part of reading this. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, y'all definitely check it out. I'll maybe even link it in one of our IG stories for y'all to check yeah. out. I think Stay even woke, too, <laughs> I think even too like it's like a scary part, but kind of like a part that we as like people of color, especially just kind of like oh yeah, we know that like a lot of white people are in, are in denial about like the KKK and neo-Nazis and stuff that you can't even, literally someone was like, I think it's so much, it, okay, it literally is so much easier to identify a white identity extremist group mm-hmm. because they're so pervasive around the world and stuff than it is to identify a black one. So the fact that like Jeff Sessions was like, I, I can't recall, I don't know what <laughs> you're talking about, who, what's, color what <laughs> white and extremist i don't right. know why this does it connect you mean muslim yeah <laughs> you must be mistaken you mean islam yeah okay <laughs> so um yeah. by the way we know that islamists are not yeah what <laughs> we're okay. joking yeah, yeah. that's our jeff yeah. sessions voice yeah <laughs> okay and yeah thank you 
No, no, thank you. Fuck that. It's the end <laughs> of uh, current topics. And we about to get into you another segment here. We call it the triad segment. Choose it. Yeah. New segment alert. <laughs> Welcome, welcome. So the triad segment is just a segment that we're using to like talk about the diaspora, especially in terms of how we see it as an African, a Caribbean, and a Black American. So we just talk about various topics. They can be debates. They can just be um, what's going on in our communities and just anything, anything spicy, anything real black. You know, you know, we do spicy well. (laughs) Yes, yes. So I know in the beginning I talked about how you know. Every year, I kind of try to do a special turkey, and one year, I tried to curry a turkey. So I'm curious about <laughs> hearing from you two, what are some special or unique things that y'all do for Thanksgiving? Maybe something traditional based on your ethnicity, or just something that you and your family have come up with uniquely. <laughs> do you want to go first? So, right off the bat, my family fries our turkey every year. Turn up! <laughs> so... <laughs> Is that traditional? Yeah. It could be traditional. It's, it's our tradition. tradition. Oh, it's our right. tradition. Um, yeah, so like that's like the my most absolute favorite part of the holiday Whoa. is fried turkey. Like once you go no fried turkey, turkey you don't want to go back. I was going to say. You don't want to go back to a regular. Uh, about the fire department being yeah, there. Okay. I was like, have, there, have there been any close calls? No, no. Good. Yeah. I mean, no. <laughs> you think back to when everyone said it came in the backyard? I mean, a little hot one. grease might pop you on the ankle a little bit, but... <laughs> I mean, all, all the good foods in life are a little dangerous, no? Right. Mm-hmm. Clanton. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Dodging. Oil popping at you. Oh, shit. I cannot. Um, what about you, Dara? Um, yeah, so funny story, of course. Um, in terms of just, like, I guess being an immigrant who's, like, not from the Americas at all. So, like, Thanksgiving is <laughs> was something we celebrated a lot later it was wasn't until like my parents came, you know came to america whatever and like it wasn't until my brothers went to school and became socialized that they even started celebrating thanksgiving my mom said that like one day my brother was like mom you gotta celebrate thanksgiving the indians you know they have the turkey mom was like what <laughs> <laughs> so precious <laughs> turkey what <laughs> like, so just the whole idea of thanksgiving just like it wasn't until I think my brother was probably like in first or second grade that we actually started using like you know doing Thanksgiving like what he said there's turkey and there's like mashed potatoes and like pie so like we're like okay so my mom was like adding that because if not our Thanksgiving would just be the same thing we always have some <laughs> jollof rice some agusi soup some eba like that's what it's gonna be <laughs> so um yeah so another part too is that I think some of my friends were like kind of like you know laughing it up for the fact that a lot of the times, especially early on in us doing Thanksgiving, a lot of our stuff was like 
box food. Like mm-hmm. you get like stuffing and do a box with a box mashed potatoes because like I, I mean this, this is yeah box right is exactly exactly. <laughs> well, you know, some people are haters, whatever. <laughs> but like it's like oh if someone ain't making it from scratch and blah blah, it's like all right right we not finessing stuff out here. This is not our cultural food at all. So we really reach it. You know we just trying <laughs> to learn how to you know assimilate, assimilate to right this American now. this part of American culture. So no we don't really like you know make sweet potato pie like like no we don't do that but you know i started to learn though you know i can make mac and cheese really well Turn you up. know okay. little internet recipe it never hurt nobody <laughs> i mean i will no, be honest I though i do get my sweet potato pie from the store yeah oh, you gosh. know some people be stunning like get patty's all... pies I... patty! Patty! <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry to everyone's ears just now <laughs> so it's crying right now like i am unsubscribing <laughs> my ears are no, nah, I haven't tried a Patty's Pie. They always sell out. But yeah, maybe right. I'll make it a point to try a Patty's Pie and report Patty. back. You gotta fight for your pie. Mm-hmm. You do Honestly. fight for your right <laughs> So yeah, that's just like my our little night. My that's just my little Nigerian spiel on mm-hmm. um, how we do Thanksgiving. But you know, nowadays like it's not as boxed anymore. But because <laughs> I was shamed out of it. <laughs> but you know, we we still do our thing, and it's good, and I'm excited for it. Um, Who usually week. hosts Thanksgiving? Uh, we do because we're the only people who live in the United States. Everyone else is in Nigeria. <laughs> right, what about you, Tara? Yeah, uh, in Nigeria, not understanding what this holiday is. Like, why is this a special holiday? I don't get it. Then the native what? The pilgrims? Didn't you kill them? <laughs> right. <laughs> Thanksgiving is usually at my house. And so, um, but actually, interesting enough, last year, was it last year or the year before? year before, I went to my first uh, Jamaican Thanksgiving gathering. And let me tell you. Turn <laughs> tell us. I had not one piece of turkey, but I did not miss out. <laughs> like, I might, like, oh. <laughs> like, the curry goat. Yes. <laughs> I'm surprised Wait, they didn't there jerk the turkey. There are tears swelling up in her eyes. I'm surprised like, they didn't jerk turkey. <laughs> they missed out. They missed out. They probably had it, but I was just lost in the sea of food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the board that was in front of me of food. Like, but anyway, sorry, back on topic. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so Thanksgiving is usually at my house. So there will be lots of black folks up in my house. Uh, lots of AC being turned up. Um, wow. so, in November? Uh, yeah. Because it's that hot in there? It's, it gets really Yikes. hot. There's going to be a lot of us in there. So that's usually the tradition. I usually like to stay home on Thanksgiving. I usually do not like to travel. But mm-hmm. yeah, so there'll be le- that. Lots of baking. I make yeah. a bomb cheesecake, y'all. Yeah, so watch really. out, juniors. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty much usually the tradition. Um, I would like to say my family does anything like awfully unique but yeah we just usually like food football well actually i'm boycotting football this season mm. it's actually quite hard to boycott football when the rest of your family watches it. Oh, that's <laughs> interesting in my house with thanksgiving definitely. yeah yeah that's interesting because yeah. we'll see who's woke who yeah put, right. put the tv on who we got we'll see who we got it's still knowledge on Turn the tv's okay. like wow brother wow <laughs> you really gonna watch the no freedom of speech league right, right. now speak on it speak on it <laughs> But definitely at my house, we used to actually host Thanksgiving at my grandma's house. Mm. But recently, because she's getting older, and we're just like, you know, you gotta do this no more, mama. You know, you <laughs> oh, you sparing her like now? We're sparing her. <laughs> but so like still for the past, like, I say five years or so, we've been hosting Thanksgiving at my house. Mm. And the good thing about that is because even though it was at my grandma's house, we only had one side of the family there. So it was a very Guyanese Thanksgiving. Mm. So mm. there was definitely an abundance of curries. Yes. Yes. Curry potato, curry Smell goat, curry chicken. <laughs> roti everything and including a turkey and collard greens and all that type of stuff but now that it's at my place 
we have curries, but then because we have Canadian people over, we got stewed pork and hard fowl mm-hmm. and stewed mm, peas. Fowl! I love like, fowl. Yes. Oh, it's great. And then we also have my tradition of doing a turkey in a different way because, you know, you can always spice up a little white turkey. So, <laughs> yes. yes. So definitely going back to the football thing, yeah, like usually people watch football in the house, but that's going to be interesting about like, are we going to allow that? In my, well, not my home anymore because I moved, but yeah. in my home, you're going to watch this double sport <laughs> while Brother Colin wow. is still out of a job. All right. Mm. But can we just briefly talk about Colin Kaepernick's GQ cover really quick? Let's talk yeah. about it real Let's quick. Let's just do a quick <laughs> yes. black excellence shout out to him. Yes. And that glorious afro. Right. Shit. Mm-hmm. And the the afro sheen just glistening yes. in that afro. Um, and the babies everywhere. <laughs> yes, just the black, beautiful black babies everywhere. And also another shout out to him because I actually heard that um, for his photo shoot, he only wanted black designers. Yes. So that's and really Black dope. and women too, I think. Oh, that's I didn't know that either. Yeah. So extra. Oh, this oh, intersection. Yeah. I will say though, like yeah. definitely the way they, um, I, I was going to say costumed him because it was like very, very much like, okay, you're a Black Panther. We got it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, was, it was almost, you don't get it was militant work. <laughs> where I was like, okay, <laughs> I see what you're doing here. Okay, yes, you got the dashiki. Okay. Oh, they had the dashiki? I think, I think. Were the cornrows? Was that in the Was that that or was it a different one? It could have been. I don't know. Also, I'm sorry, that dashiki, that same print dashiki that is everywhere, that thing annoys the shit out of me. Maybe it's just the African, like your print, your Ankara or whatever. It's supposed to be different and varied. The way that there's just like this one manufactured How will you mass fabric. produce if you only have, like you have to have one design to Yeah, I know, like, but it's for capitalism's like, sake. Okay. Right, for capitalism's sake, right. And who, like who is even like sponsoring that? What companies has even black owned? Like, is don't, it just, so, like, right? Let me, let me stop. Let me just stop. We thinking. digress. It's cute though. It's cute. But you know, just, just the wandering mind. Right. But it was definitely like, it was almost, in my opinion, almost costume. I'm like, okay, yes, we see the black turtleneck and the leather jacket. Okay. Like, he might <laughs> Did he have, have a beret too? He, he might as well have had a damn yeah. beret, honestly. But like still, I, like I said, like I personally know him. Like I understand that he probably wasn't like the one that was saying yes, please dress me as this as a black exploitation character, right? <laughs> so like I understand that GQ still was having a little fantasy about that, but like I still commend him and all the work he's doing and how he donates a lot of his money and time and effort right, to right. black organizations and yeah. whatnot. So even when he's up, not getting paid no more, <laughs> or his like main source of income is like now axed. But you know whatever, <laughs> let the haters hate. Right. So. Even though we digressed a little bit, we want to get back to talking about legacies and traditions and whatnot. Yes. And kind of like one way, you know, people think about their legacies and traditions is, you know, oral history, talking about your ancestors or people who were here before you. But another way people do it is through ancestry DNA testing. Yes. You know what yes. Or whatever your preference is. You'd be 23 and me. <laughs> well, I mean, like the the, fra- the phrase of it, but uh-huh. what, what would you call it? Like DNA testing for your ancestry? Yeah. I, wasn't, I wasn't trying to like brand it. Yeah, right. <laughs> the registered trademark uh, ancestry. Yeah, like, I'm like, oh shit, are you are you actually getting a check? Genealogy testing, not paid advertising. Genealogy testing. There you go. There we go. So genealogy testing, and some people choose ancestry if you want to sell your DNA to the government. I did. Or you could do 23andMe, and there's other other ones. But yeah, so I know that Tara and Dira did their parents' genealogy testing a while back. So how'd that go? Yeah, we can discuss it. So, I'll go first yeah, because go um, I did my mom's. Um, I didn't do my dad's, whatever. I did my mom's. <laughs> so preface this. So she's always thought, and people have actually told her to, just by her looks and stuff, that she doesn't necessarily look like stereotypically African. And by that, I mean like her skin isn't like 
as like ebony, like her nose isn't very wide set, um, like and you know all those little things. Like her hair isn't like like black. Her hair has more like a red kind of tint and stuff. So she's all, and her nose is like like relatively like straight or whatever. So she's always had, so people have told her like oh you know even like uh, a fellow like uh, black people in the United States have even said like oh you know like you're probably not fully African Oof. even though yeah. And I was like oh you know maybe I'm not. Maybe I got a little Portuguese. And I'm there like no no you don't. <laughs> don't let these people get you get it twisted or get you fooled like just because uh you know just because white people and like all that like backwardsy uh what is that stuff called that scientific uh, oh like gosh the, right we forget all these racial cat like these racial terminologies that they were using you know how they categorizing people like negroid caucasian uh, mongoloid, caucasoid, yeah, yeah, yeah. mongoloid like things like that so i'm like don't <laughs> 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 that is quadrilateral like you know all those things um so yeah, just because that like there's oh god, you know it is killing me that I can I do not know I don't know any terms from any like sociology. Is it for knowledge? Like, no, no, that's your that's like head. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, oh yeah. I was thinking for knowledge. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Y'all know that word. We gonna phenotype. Phenotypical. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Okay. Like well, racial <laughs> eugenics. It's like eugenics. It's kind of eugenics. Well, eugenics is specifically like killing people, people off to purify. Yeah. Whatever. All right. So you know. <laughs> Whatever. So, just because of those categories, and it's like, oh, there's these tropes or how people are supposed to look like and stuff. And I was trying to sound like, no, like, African, black people, you know, we range in how we look. Like, mm-hmm. and like, literally, the most, yeah, we're the most genetically diverse population. Black people are the most gen- genetically diverse folks, especially just in, just even, not even in the diaspora, just inside Africa. The yeah. most genetically diverse group of people on a continent. Africans. So I was just like, Mom, you, like, you're not white. Like, and, you know, and I was waiting for Ancestor to be like, girl, come on. Like, I'm like, Ancestor, don't prove me wrong. Because I'm like, yeah, girl, right? yeah. I got up, you. So we did her Ancestry, and we not white. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I was How black are you, girl? How black are you? So the, how the percentage was, I think it was like 80, 87% Nigerian. Ooh. Mm. Yeah, right? Super 87% Nigerian and like 12% or whatever, you know, the rest of the percentage is like Benin, Togo, okay. which is like makes, right makes next sense. to Nigeria. It's yeah, all West Africa. Yeah. So it's like, I'm like, mama, <laughs> you black, you indigenous, you from a village, village, village girl. <laughs> but another thing too, like what kind of proved that whole like that I'm like, oh, mom, you're definitely from the village, like you're definitely an indigenous black woman, is that when the first white people came to her village, which is Akbugo in Enugu, Wawa State. So when the first um, white people came, my grandpa, her father, was already alive. So I'm like, mom, how you gonna be white when the first white people that came and your daddy was alive? Like, like your daddy greeted them. Right? And since you know your grand, you know your dad. You know your dad. Like, no one's white in your family. Yeah, right? I cannot. So that's what I tell, like, yeah, mom, just because you're a little lighter skin, you know, like, and even there's a thing, too, that it, like, this is actually pervasive around the diaspora, too. Like, my ethnic group, the Igbo, they had this, like, a kind of, like, a stereotype that they're known for being, like, like lighter skin. Like, they just happen to be, like, light, like, so Igbo, Igbo red. So the whole idea of calling people, this is, like, fun fact for people to know, calling people red actually comes from I was going to say, because yeah. in the Caribbean, we call light skin, like, super light skin people red. Yeah. Also. Uh-huh. It comes from, yeah. So, like, that's how you know. It's just, like, okay, light skin people aren't just a factor of, like, white people, you know. Being mixed in. Yeah, white people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. raped, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. So. 
uh, that was the like kind of cool reveal. But another part too that um, was awesome with my mom's ancestry results is that oh my god, I don't want to cry while I'm saying this, but we saw that there, <laughs> we saw that um, we had our matchups. We had um, relatives in the United States, like in the Americas. So like, I was like, wow, like it just shows you how like close slavery was so like ancestry does this thing too where it's like you'll have people who are very very distant related to you and then there's one that once you start knowing that people are actually you share some type of ancestor with them it's like your fourth or fifth cousin Mm -hmm. or something Mm -hmm. like that on ancestry so we got a few like fourth cousins like i think like four or five or six of them so that i was like crying when i was i was like mom do you know what this means this means that some of our ancestors were taken Mm -hmm. like literally some right and this shows it so what i did is i reached out messaged um all those people some some people like you know they don't check their thing that often so they won't see it but anytime i see someone come up i make it a point to let them know like hey welcome to the clan yeah yeah (laughs) you are if anything you have you are in the Igbo you have Igbo ancestry like you should know that you this is your ethnicity and some people have responded to me one girl like I told her that we came up we came up actually with the well my mom this is all my mom just handling her ancestry stuff because you know I didn't want to get <laughs> my ages. DNA to the government so you know they only have half my DNA or whatever so um <laughs> so when one of the my mom's fourth cousins or fifth cousins um messaged her I told her like hey like I saw that you just like came up as one of our cousins and I just want to let you know that you have you very possibly have Igbo ancestry because my mom's 100% indigenous Igbo woman and she said that she was crying when she read my Aww, message she so was beautiful. so grateful that I reached out to her and let her know she said she's like I always knew I was Igbo somewhere in there she's <laughs> like um, my mom is Jamaican and everyone always says like oh we're Ghanaian and stuff and she's like yeah I believe that too but like I'm from a certain area that also like I was like in history I know that a lot of Igbo um, slaves were brought there so and she's like I'm also maroon everyone knows oh, anything about the maroon yeah. she's like maroons you know they're the first people like nah we're not doing this no <laughs> not us like we out we're gonna like rebel and like run into the mountains so another thing too with that is that at least for Igbo people I, I'm not I can't speak for other um, African ethnic groups and tribes or whatever but Igbo people they, we have a saying that Indi Bunwebweze so that means Igbo people do not have a king. So the whole idea of being someone's slave was just like not, ooh, it's like very hard for Igbo people to do. So history-wise, too, if you are um, if you know anything about Igbos and Igbo slavery and stuff, um, I read it in an AP, APUSH, AP U.S. history class, too, like literally in one of like my like primary document things. Yes. I was reading this letter about or that how they were talking about Igbo slaves and how they were not wanted (laughs) why because they're really rebellious and they would rather kill themselves than become slaves so a lot Mm -hmm. of people would jump off boats drown themselves Mm -hmm. do whatever because they would always think it would bring them back to their homeland like you know so it was just like you know there's an interesting concept that like Igbo people in general are just very rebellious so like us being like some of the maroons and I'm like of course like, <laughs> the new, like Igbo sense. people just cannot rock with we, we were never a society that had kings per se when kings did come um, it's white people who actually brought the whole idea of kings and kingship to Igbo land to try to separate people and, mm-hmm. you know, do the Draw whole class divide and, and stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, so we just are, we're usually a very, like, chief and uh, clan type of uh, 
democratic society. So it's just interesting, you know. So a lot of stuff came out of my mom's ancestry. And even just being, like, totally African, it was just great to see that and also just to, you know, learn more about it. So I recommend everyone does it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, that's so yeah. awesome. How do, I, how do I follow that up? Um, <laughs> no, Tara's is great, though, girl. You okay, got, you got yeah, something. Nah. So, um, so as you guys might recall from our previous episode, um, I shared a lot of how it was a very frustrating experience for me when it would come down to culture day uh, projects back in school. And so um, I also did an ancestry DNA test. Um, I initially actually tried to get my sister to do the test so I wouldn't have to pay for it. So, but <laughs> that, didn't, that failed. So <laughs> the next course of action we did, we, uh, my sister and I, we bought a test for both of our parents. Um, just because we just had no idea. We heard so many stories um, from our relatives of where we came from. We heard a lot of our family coming from Cuba. Mm -hmm. We heard a lot of them coming from the Bahamas. And we were just like totally at loss. So um, when that uh, deal came through for that (laughs) discounted kit, we were like, let's jump (laughs) on it. Let's jump on it. And let me tell you, my dad gave the mean side eye. He was like, we got it for him for, I want to say his birthday, and he just gave us a side eye. He was like, "Is this really for me or is this for y'all?" So like, it's, it's both. <laughs> We're mad about it. We all win. We're giving right. you the it's gift us. of your ancestry, which is also mine, so I benefit. But whatever. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so we were just really uh, had no idea what would even pop up. Of course, for me, those who know me know that I have long wanted to be Nigerian. So I was like, <laughs> if I even I just have like five percent. Uh, ancestry uh, from Nigeria, I would have been good raising the flag and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, so yeah. So we sent off the results for both of our parents, and it was actually quite interesting. So, um, so my mom, I mean, kind of going to into like what people um, stereotypically look like. Um, so my mom, she's um, light skin. So we thought, okay, my mom might be the one to have, you know, some kind of like European um, ancestry all up in her DNA, but Mm -hmm. surprisingly enough, my mom is 83% African. Turn up! So I was like, "All right, mom! (laughs) mom. (laughs) I see you, girl! (laughs) So yeah, so my mom is 24% Nigerian, y'all, so... You did it! You did it! Well calm, well calm! (laughs) I just want to say thank you to all of my Nigerian brothers and sisters for welcoming (laughs) me into the fold. Um, (laughs) And, um, yeah, so where else was she from? She was also from Benin, Togo. 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 And so she was also from where else? Uh, From Cameroon. Okay. Uh, She was also from where else? Those are like the top three. And so that was crazy. Now my dad. I oh, was, you ain't finished. What oh, else was she? You oh, gotta go deny your white blood. Oh, okay. <laughs> so she, she had like. <laughs> okay, she was like fifteen percent uh, European, but it was like scattered all over the place. Mm-hmm. So it was like two percent, like Irish and like you know scattered all over the place. Um, so yeah, so we we're like okay, a little, a little bit of. Uh, oppression all up in, in there but yeah so that's <laughs> just a sprinkle just a sprinkle so we'll take that um so then yeah so then with my dad's results that was um we'll describe your dad too and oh so my dad how, how do i describe my dad um so my dad he black um his parents grew up in the south um what else um so for my dad like we heard different things 
about him. Also, my, my last name is very um, weird in that no one can really tell like where it's from. And so... You gotta get uh, Henry Louis Gates on that. He'll tell yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you gotta get famous yes. enough, though. Yes. <laughs> I know, I know, right? Because <laughs> actually Lupita, she did on an episode. I want to watch so, an episode yeah. of her being like, you know... I, I from, just saw that she's, she's from, from that first half little group. Ghana. She's from Ghana, no? Where's Where's Lupita from? Kenya. Lupita, no. Oh, that's right. So, <laughs> Ghana. Kenya. Like, yeah, she keeps, no, no, no. Well, so she's actually Mexican. She's Mexican. Yeah, Mexican she grew up Kenya. in Mexico. Kenyan, <laughs> Kenyan, Kenyan, Mexican. Kenyan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. So, oh yeah. So back on topic. Sorry. So yeah. So my dad. We heard different again different stories of where he could have possibly been from. Um, like we heard that we might have some family in Jamaica. I, my dad, I don't know. So we were just really confused about what his results would come back mm-hmm. as. But I know one thing. I was hoping to have some, like, random curveball. Like, I don't know. Like, my dad's partially from China. I don't know. I just mm-hmm. wanted something random, something spicy in there. So my dad's results, he is uh, 14% uh, from Ghana. Okay. Uh, 14% from Nigerian. So just reaffirming. <laughs> just reaffirming, guys. You got love for the rest of your country. Uh, I, I do, I do, but I do. I will but say she's majority Nigerian. I'm an honorary, <laughs> I'm an honorary Nigerian. Wait, I'm not honorary anymore because my blood says otherwise. Well, I, anyway, oh. <laughs> so, um, and then also 10% uh, from Senegal. Hey. So that was fun, too. The origination um, of the Jolla. And right. so. <laughs> there is an all. So. I, I was looking for a, a random, a wild card, uh, a curveball, something in there. So he's actually 7% Scandinavian. Yeah, mm-hmm. Hengerman. So that's... So. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, SpongeBob SquarePants, I cannot. So if you, if you can, I would recommend just about anyone to do this, um, especially, you know, speaking of someone who's always identified as uh, African-American or black slash African-American. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about it last week about how sometimes the term uh, African-American can kind of be like this catch-all uh, phrase that we use to mm-hmm. describe like our particular blackness. But this experience for me was very cool in that it allowed me to fi- put together some of the pieces. I know that there's a lot I'll have to continue researching, but it was just really cool to kind of say like, oh, like this is where how part of how I came to be where mm-hmm. I am now so mm-hmm. yeah awesome really dope. well Everything. I have not done my ancestry DNA anything until now mm-hmm. right? especially because before um, t- when talking about like what we're going to be talking about for these podcast episodes um, both Jira and Tara have been talk- have told me that they've done their ancestry and this is the results and so um, I've always wanted to do it but I never I guess had the the motivation to until recently. So just a little background on my family history. My father is obsessed with genealogy. Like <laughs> I'm is. pretty sure he, I think he definitely has an ancestry.com account and he has done his own research. We have a family reunion about once every five years in Grenada, Caracu. And he made a family tree that is multiple pages. It is a book that people can look back at. We go, I think, I wish I knew how many generations it goes back. I think maybe five or six generations it goes back. But he has done extensive, extensive research on our ancestors. And so my dad, through, I don't know what research he's specifically done, but he is he has said that we, at least on his side of the family, has Igbo 
um, roots. Mm-hmm. He told know. me that when I went to. He said, "Oh, so you're evil? Do you know you tell her that we're evil too?" <laughs> I, was yeah, I was like, like "Oh wow, so, <laughs> right?" So my dad is, and I want to say, but like, say like he's convinced we are. But my dad is like, "Yes, this is it," and like he has like specific like traditional garments and whatnot. And it's like, okay, great, but like, how do we actually know? Uh-huh. And so my dad is very into that and very sure that that's our that's where our main roots come from. On the other hand, my mom's side is this huge mystery, and mm-hmm. it's. It's always like been the mystery of our life. Like even to this day, we're not sure what my mother's actual middle name is. Her oh, wow. side of the family is just a mysterious glob <laughs> for no people. reason. Wow. So one of the mysterious things is like finding out the ethnicity of our great grandmother, our mm. late great our late great grandmother, who was some sort of mixed, but we're like she's she's black mixed with what? So there was that one time she was like, oh, not she, but people were like she's black and Amber Indian, which is indigenous Indian mm-hmm. in South, South America. America. Yeah, in South America. But then there's another time where it's like, oh, well, she's mixed with Portuguese. And we're like, okay, but which one is it? Or is she mixed in the first place? Or mm-hmm. what's going on? So, like, the ancestry of my mom's side is very hazy. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we all black. So, <laughs> like, it's really about, like, what is, what are the breakdowns of what we are? And so, like, of course, like, I, in the future, want to definitely do the DNA, genealogical DNA, um testing for my dad specifically and my mom specifically but because I'm selfish I did myself <laughs> and so you are all Me. in for a special treat because I actually have not seen my results yet but they came in last week and I chose to reveal them for you special special people so you're what you're going to be hearing is me freshly realizing who I am inside thank you for so fun it's so fun so I'm scared so like I'm expecting that it can be majority Nigerian or a, a big part or big chunk Nigerian, but also like there can be a lot of quote unquote curveballs because as people know, the Caribbean is many people, many colors. Mm-hmm. And so like it can be some stuff mixed in there. But what I'm really hoping is that I am not white. <laughs> do you want to take, so take a guess at a curveball? Yeah, yeah. Be uh, I think, I'm putting white. Mm-hmm. I hate you. Just <laughs> white. You're not special. It's just gonna be white. White. It's gonna be eighty percent white, and it's like, wow, my dark skin self. My life wow. is a lie. <laughs> this is, should I be on this podcast or not? Like, wow. It's um, gonna come out like Ashkenazi Jew. It's like <laughs> it becomes what? A, it becomes oh, a black shalom. duo. <laughs> oh god. But um, I'm thinking if there was to be a curveball of sorts, I'm thinking it could maybe be some Native American, just because Amber Indians and. Carib Indians and Arawaks and all stuff in the Caribbean, but who knows? So I'm literally at the sign-in login okay. section of Ancestry.com. I'm yes, like I sold you my to like creep from the side. Right. Do you want okay. us to look while you're opening? No, I can. No. I can show later. But okay. I want to let you know enjoy this for yourself. Do this like. Oh my God! It's a moment for herself. And right. the results are back. Right. <laughs> Did she really? When it the comes. Daddies. <laughs> and her ancestry. I'm like, and yes, I sold Dina, my DNA to the government. Oh God, I am. <laughs> so I'm clicking sign in. It's going. Genealogy. Okay, so interesting. Oh, what is this? So yeah. no, but it showed up on the top corner. Yeah. So what is this? No, 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 that's the. Oh, at the X out of this. Mm-hmm. And then it comes up. Boom. Yeah, click on that. So the green thing. Makes it shows that my main ancestry. Why wouldn't it show up? Okay, there we go. So many damn clicks. So I am majority Benin Togo. Wow. Yes. So it says 27% Benin Togo. 
wow. 22% Ivory Coast Ghana. Wow. 15% South Africa Southeastern Bantu. Wow, okay. 12% Nigerian. Okay. My sister, sorry. <laughs> 10% Mali. Wow. 8% yeah. Great Britain. You out here. Oh, there's your curveball. Yes. <laughs> and so then the low confidence regions are um, 3% Cameroon, less than 1% Senegal, less than 1% um South Central Hunter Gatherings. That's one percent. Ireland, Scotland, Wales. Okay, turn <laughs> up. But that's interesting. So my father oh, no has indigenous? some explaining to do. So no, there is no indigenous in uh, me. That's perfect. Let me it's recorrect a, that. Indigenous Americans, Americans right. right? There's no Native American or Indigenous American in me. Um, but yeah, like a, the majority of this is Benin, Togo, that's and so Ivory cool. Coast, Ghana. So. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so another thing, too, just because I'm also really into genealogy and stuff, my mom is, too. And also, just so you got to remember with um, country lines, yeah, we're all, like, some of these results are like, oh, Nigeria and this and that. But you have to remember, these are all lines right. drawn out and carved out by white people. White people. <laughs> During the, like, you know, when they're carving out Africa mm-hmm. to whatever lines, imaginative lines they start. So these, these lines cut through many ethnic groups, exactly. many tribes, many people, you know, so... If you see Benin, Togo, because it's so close in proximity, it's literally the countries that border Nigeria. So right. On the southwestern side of Nigeria. Right. Um, it doesn't mean... It doesn't, it doesn't negate yeah, that it doesn't negate I could be that. Igbo. It's mm-hmm. just that it yeah. whatever way they correlated me, it's going to be in those country lines. Mm-hmm. So, But you should look into, um, if you're uh, Benin, Togo, that's the Dahomey, Fon people tend mm-hmm. to be from there. So and those are the true like Vudan <laughs> uh, users and stuff so Interesting. very cool mm-hmm. so what it says well I like where it says places in this region um, specific places in this region where your family might be from it does say Lesser Antilles Jamaica Puerto Rico and Hispaniola African Caribbeans mm-hmm. so it's like they pretty much got it down or it's like seems like your people are from like slave lines or like slave routes mm-hmm. ended mm-hmm. up in this area so that is pretty accurate yeah. so yeah. But it's the same. Most African Caribbeans can trace their ancestry back to Western Africa from areas in present-day Ivory Coast, Ghana, Benin, Togo, Nigeria, Republic of Cameroon, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. And so they have like, the history about that. But mm-hmm. in Tennessee, so what was your overall um, percentages in general from Black, White, and Oh, I got to do what? Do math now? Or does it, <laughs> right? No, does no, it, does no. It show up. There's a there's a pie chart for this. Okay, because I was like, girl, like, you have too much of without the Pythagorean theorem and the right. Because <laughs> I'm like, girl. Should come up with it, is it? Well, whatever. What you really should do though is now you should go check um your people, see if you're related to somebody. You got oh a cousin God. out here. Oh, yeah, that's, that's the so part cool. that got me when I looked. Let me do some quick math. I mean, honestly, quick maths. It was four minus one quick maths. But honestly, <laughs> given that the less than one percent, so it's like less than one percent for Senegal and like for Ireland, right? Mm-hmm. It's eight percent, so I'm basically like ninety percent. Western yeah. African. Yeah. Some pretty... hella black. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's actually yeah. really hot. Like, they usually say that, so almost every single person, I think actually Skip Gates has said this, that almost, actually every, they have yet to find someone who is like black American or black Caribbean or black, you know, from mm-hmm. the Americas who's brought, that doesn't have, that that is a hunt that's fully African. Right. They have not found anyone. Even your skin is dark. And even mm-hmm. the, like me, Dina's darker skin than I am, but I'm still 100%, you know, 
black African. That's why it's just so funny that skin tone, people try to right. correlate skin tones tone and stuff. With, and it mm-hmm. literally has like nothing, you know, nothing to do with that. All kinds of But rhymes. yeah, I think the usual or the highest that they would see would be in the 80s. So if you are really 90, if we do this quick maths and you really like are 90, you might want well, to go give me the numbers. I'll report do that. I'll do it right now. It's like somebody, <laughs> let me know. Two plus two is four. No, but honestly, <laughs> give me the numbers really quick and I'll just do it really Okay. Um, 22, mm-hmm. 15, 12. You missed a number. 22, 15, 12, 10. That's a, it's a 27, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I didn't okay. scroll. 20, so, so 27, 22, 15, 12. 10. Mm-hmm. And th- uh, 3% for Cameroon. 89. 89, yeah. All right. Oh. You might want to hit up Skip Gates and be like, like hey, 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 him. Hey, okay, yeah, so <laughs> you said that people in the Caribbean only this, but actually, and send him a screenshot of my, my right. DNA. Like, well, it's yeah, pretty that's little exciting. Yeah, you have a lot of different... African uh, countries too, like mm-hmm. just be Mali and Nigeria, and then Southeastern Bantu. Remember that time for fifteen percent? That's actually pretty high. Just because um, it's well, Southeastern oh, Bantu. Yeah, it's a huge region here. Let so. me not move away from my yeah. bike. <laughs> Let me turn around. Yeah, sorry. Because that Southeast does it include Bantu. Kenya? Yeah. Because I was like, gonna say before this, when I went to Kenya, the running joke was that they were like we were part of a class trip or a class like dialogue or shortened um, study abroad, and we had like three black people on our trip the two black people were not seen like it was me and two other black people and i was the only black person in our group that was mistaken for kenyan each time clocking her they're like but why don't you speak swahili and i'm like okay no that's not even swahili because it's like yes swahili and also like you are luo yeah like what are you doing and i'm like i am not (laughs) i'm pretty sure that my slave line would never even go that far and no i don't speak this language i'm not born here (laughs) but yeah like the fact that it was me and not even like all the black people on the trip but it was just me specifically so like if the if the region Mm-hmm. Puts a little it Kenya in there, a little something. But, but you're no. probably more towards uh, like yeah. the West, Central and Western Africa. Yeah, it's definitely a joke. I'm I'm pretty yeah. West African, so as I thought, and so probably Western Central. Yeah, mm-hmm. but um, so another thing too of ancestry that I always found interesting is, especially now with these results coming through, people actually be able to check. I like that a lot of people are being exposed. Like, no, bitch, you're not Egyptian. Stop calling people that. <laughs> it makes no sense. Yeah. Very low chance you'd be that. Very low ch- also, very low chance of you being South African, too. Right. A very, yeah. And um, very, very low for being from Madagascar. Although there is some. I think um, Siv Gates said like it was less than 100,000 slaves brought from Madagascar ever. So do you, and if you know how many slaves are brought to the Americas, you know that that is almost like nothing. That's a very yeah. small percentage. percentage. So very, very, very rarely will you find someone who has, who's from Madagascar. Because, you know, technically Madagascar, people from Madagascar are like more Austronesian, is it? So they, they are like black, but they're usually tends to, like they're people who came from like, Indonesia on canoes and they ended up in Madagascar. It's one of the last like places mm-hmm. in Africa that had people um, migrate to it, you know? So, yeah, so that's very, very rare. So, yeah, you're not Egyptian. Um, and it's okay. Yeah, which is yeah. fine, you know? Just like, it just always like was just interesting to me too. I think we can get into this too for a Kwanzaa episode because I have a lot of things to say mm-hmm. <laughs> in oh, regards stop. to that. But, um, is this my cousin that showed up? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's funny. It, they oh, linked wow. me to my cousin. Yeah. Okay. Like my actual like first cousin. Yeah. So that means it works. So, so it's legit. Dina, legit, yeah, just linked. Um, she checked the genealogy side of it. Of ancestry, her ancestry results, and saw that her first cousin possible range for a second cousin. Oh, and then it is. Yeah, yeah so that, her that first, is. So, first second so cousin you know it's real. Came up. Yeah. Do you see any more like relatives or people? You're like, oh, snap. I want to find out. This is so fun. Yeah. Let's see. Um. So yes, first cousin I have 
Marsha Cox. I don't know who JH is, but it's like possibly second cousin. Don't be exposing people's names. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're right. Because I'm going to say the next name, but it says JH. I don't. That's a, a mm-hmm. initials. But okay. Okay. This is kind of cool. I'm going to ask my dad who all these people are. But um, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know where these people live. I got to click on. Is that a white person? <laughs> yeah. Even I got a few. And I was just Dina's like, mm, British what cousin. is this? Yeah. I'm going to look it up. Um. They won't tell me where she lived. That's crazy. Oh, funny story. So when I was looking up people, my mom's ancestry, we did get, like, uh, some random white woman. And this is so funny. So I happened to, like, you know, search her on Facebook just to see. Because, you know, y'all know me. I'm an investigator extraordinaire. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so I looked her up, and she had actually posted her ancestry results. And this white middle America bitch, let me tell you. So she goes in her thing, like, oh, it came down and, like, so mainly all of her things are white, and then she had, like, a 1% or 2% uh, black, I think, South southeastern Bantu or something mm-hmm. that's, like, South Africa region. And she was like, I like, this is so cool. I wonder where that uh, South Africa, yeah, that African comes from. Yeah, and someone in her comments like, yeah, that doesn't make, oh, that doesn't make sense. Like, how could you have, uh, how could you have South African when you're not, black i'm just like oh, oh my god. god really really ignorance and then no the the kicker of it all was that someone else came into the comments like well y'all being so stupid y'all know there's white people in south africa like i was just like jesus <laughs> you've got to be kidding me <laughs> so you really think that afrikaners like that is showing up in yeah, the result? right as like south not, african not as, like dutch or like, like no oh, get out wow get out of here man get out of here so <laughs> it was just really funny like it definitely had me cracking up. I so, Yeah, I was like, "Foolish bitch, you have a little black ancestor somewhere in your lineage. Like, stop." <laughs> and it's around. okay. Yeah, and it's okay talking about. I wonder where it comes from. Slavery, bitch. Slavery. <laughs> like, actually, so it was an actor. Somebody <laughs> <bring> somebody. <laughs> and I was She's, like, I know this woman. She better not be. I hope that's like one of the little ancestors, like very distant. I'm like. And they, like you know how like humans share like ninety nine point nine. I'm like I hope that's just the ninety nine point nine percent of DNA that we share that I could be related to this woman because <laughs> that level of white foolishness. Like, I don't want to be related to you in any way like, whatsoever. Cousin, Please, twice right? removed by marriage, <laughs> right? Please no. But, you know this is great. Yeah, I'm so, so excited for you, Dina. Thank mm-hmm. you. I'm gonna report back to my father and ask questions like all the questions. Yeah. Now I think you know honestly I did say I was gonna get it for his birthday. Mm-hmm. So this will be the birthday gift because now I'm truly like explain. <laughs> <laughs> or you can do this too. They say on the ancestry it could be a scam to get more results, but it makes sense like meiosis wise and stuff. Mm-hmm. That um, the more people you're related to that do ancestry, the better results that you all will get. Because oh, so like, it, like it picks up different parts and... of the chromosomes that mm-hmm. you know that you are that. So say your sister or even your sister, um, Tara and Jesse, uh, like some parts of like. Your sister's DNA don't show up in your, yeah. yeah that you don't have so like if you and your sister both do your DNA you get a better picture of your full um, yeah, uh, yeah, like yeah. So, so definitely cool. the whole family is getting this. I mean I can't pay for everyone. I can like just put on the call for my mom and dad. But Ashley, you're on your own. Sorry, girl. <laughs> but yeah, no, this is super exciting. So that's my story. You all heard it semi live because you're gonna listen to this later. But yeah, you got a, a real fresh um in into like my my whole history and whatnot so thank you for sharing that moment with me very beautiful (laughs) all right guys so what are some of our main takeaways from today Hmm? Hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, well, my main takeaway is that I'm barely white. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> Let's make a rhyme. Um, yeah, like, I can't, I don't know. What, what did I learn today? What did you learn? Okay. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just thinking as the holiday season approaches and just how families will be together, I think um, being inspired by these DNA results that I think I want to press in a little bit more. Mm. Yeah, ask those questions. I think um, those are questions they ain't got the answers to. But Tara, I don't know. Tara, I don't know. Your, your grandma's from Georgia, Tara. What else do you want more from me? <laughs> more, more, yes. But no, I mean, especially as I think about different relatives getting older, you know, the times to be able to ask these kind of questions um, are few and far in between yeah so um and so yeah i just want to kind of reach out a lot more ask some more questions um get your answers yes get those answers so yeah that's kind of my main takeaway from today and just you know thinking more about you know how our families really help to shape our identities and the way that we define ourselves Mm -hmm. and um yeah i think um what you should really take away from this episode is that bats can see. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Done. Bats can see. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's all I got. No. <laughs> um, two, like, another thing to take away is just, like, how how much, like, I guess the transatlantic slave trade in the context of America has affects has affected all of us, like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. in a group, essentially. So just really interesting. And, like, I have a lot of props for all these, like, DNA test. I think that's really awesome that that people can at least get a little bit of a picture mm-hmm. of where they come from, and I think that that's really nice. And also too, the fact that like like harmony within blackness. The whole fact that like even I'm out here reaching out to the black people that my mother matches with to let them know like, hey, this is a little bit that I can give you. I can't give you everything, but this is all the knowledge that I know and like mm-hmm. and how grateful a lot of people are for that so you know it's just nice to have like the fact that we're all here we can start to piece together all of our ancestries kind of you know what i'm saying right and it just kind of reminds me too for people who've ever uh read the book homegoing by yagyasi i think is how it's pronounced she's a Mm. Ghanaian author who wrote this amazing amazing novel that she worked so hard on a lot of research that she did on like basically it's the whole book is based on the genealogy of like uh two sisters mm-hmm. in Ghana and how one's lineage ends up in the Americans and one stays in Ghana. Right. And amazing. Literally the book oh my gosh. I don't wanna like give spoilers away, but literally spoil one it. of the most <laughs> spoil no. she like spoil it. Spoil it. It's so good and just like learning to just even the idea that like that there are African, like the whole idea of like the conceptualization of the fact that there were Africans in America, like how we have this post-1965 immigration of Africans, and then this is not an immigration. I'm not going to even fix my mouth to say that mm-hmm. <laughs> slavery was anyone's choice. I'm not a, I'm not a <laughs> Texas eighth grade uh, history good. book. I'm not a Dallas, Texas eighth grade history wow. book, but... <laughs> They were labor workers. Yeah, slaves. right? Like, you know, yes. the labor workers. Well, they they like immigrated. servants, but not. Wow. <laughs> Just Gosh. weren't, like, you know, paid. Like, you know, the wages. But the fact that, the, that there were black African, that there were Africans in the United States that had the same transition, like, like oh, you know, you're losing parts of your culture. Or you're still speaking. Like, the fact that people were speaking uh, 
Akan and like all these African languages in the United States pre 1965, like pre this recent influx of African immigrants mm-hmm. is so like that book brought that to my attention like reminded me like I know that but just like to see it written in like a novel form was like groundbreaking to me I was like oh my god this is like insane like this has happened before mm-hmm. like you know so yeah it, amazing homegoing definitely read that <laughs> start the black triad book club right well, no no speaking of words lofty yeah a lot of work Ooh. my friend uh my friend mildred taborta she has a uh a book club a black book club that focuses on um uh, african and just black writers in the in the diaspora so right now it's great it's me in harlem the african uh uh, it's called African Services or something like that in Harlem. Um, we meet like uh, once a month, mm-hmm. every Saturday, like not every Saturday, one Saturday, once a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and ho- like homegoing is actually that's actually how I ended up reading is because of her um, African book. So if you ever like look them up, it's Le, Le Groit's book club. You know, my French is a little shoddy, <laughs> but you know, Grio, right? Like Grio, but she says it in French. That T is no, 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 G R. Sorry, I'm sorry, G I R. I'm dyslexic. Yeah, Grio. Sorry, yeah, Grio. Yeah, like Grio or something. But yeah, um, yeah, great. We'll post it even on our page so you can follow. Great book club, awesome stuff. Awesome. All right, y'all, all hearts and minds satisfied. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to thank you again for tuning in to the Black Triad podcast. Cheers. And just so you know, you can now follow us on iTunes, yeah. Google Music, uh, Stitcher. Uh, what else, guys? We're on everything now. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're on so just the main platforms. So just, at just follow us. We live now. Um, <laughs> we live. <laughs> if you want to email us, you can uh send us mail to the black triad podcast at gmail.com uh you can also find us on various social media platforms instagram twitter the works um and you can find us at the black triad yeah awesome this is dina i just want to give another plug to my other podcast it's called sit on it and so it's a podcast with me and two of my friends just talking about being women of color and sex, dating, tomfoolery, and the rest of it. So that is, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at, at sit on it podcast, or you can email us at sit on it podcast at gmail.com. So look out for that. We're going to be releasing our episode soon. So stay tuned. Random Tara, fun fact, my favorite word is actually tomfoolery. <laughs> I have to use it at least twice a day. Yes. Minus quadroon. Mine's actually octoroon. Oh, wow. Amazing. It's great. Antiquated language. Yeah. <laughs> All right, John. Thanks. And thank you for tuning in. Tune in for next time. Yeah.